Welcome to a Mind Matters podcast presented by A Light for Change, where we talk about the who, what, where, why, and how we as a community can make positive changes. The when is up to all of us. It starts with you. Before I start, let's get into a positive zone, and I'll share my thoughts on a question from Graduate Thrivers Paz Cards, short for Positive Attitude Zone. The card drawn is purple for relationships, and the question is, what is your best family memory? Family has many layers, and almost all moments within are meaningful and treasured, so it's easier to pick painful moments than just one favorite. However, with my family, as in my husband and children, it would be our trip to BC to visit my opa. With my childhood family, It would be walking on the beach in PEI during a storm with my father and coming back to my mom who had to take care of our sopping wet mess. With my extended family on my mom's side, it would have to be visiting Flintstone Park with my cousins where I busted up my knee. I don't have many moments with my dad's side, but I'd have to say it's a toss-up between skating at the park with Grandpa or Graham's visit to Canada but I will always cherish Grandpa's creative letters. This is Season 2, The Role We Play, Episode 18, Displaying Your Heart Through Your Ages. Courage is defined as the ability to do something that is frightening while being undeterred by danger or pain, but it translates to aged or experienced heart. It is to display your emotions with acceptance, using your emotions to be aware you can survive, and that there is a light at the end of the tunnel. It takes courage just to be authentic, so let's celebrate that just as much as we celebrate the heroes and outstanding acts of bravery. Are you willing to face the challenge of being alive with courage each day? Being courageous is innate, but for some people, it is more difficult. We all have the capacity to develop courage, though. Courage is simply a willingness to face the challenge head-on, taking small, consecutive steps towards a resolution while exploring the possibility of hope and joy. Recognizing your daily acts of courage will build confidence in being courageous during extremes and negative experiences. These challenges faced in a person's life are as unique as our fingerprints. Most challenges are small, and are viewed more choice than act of braving through the moment, like getting out of bed in the morning. While other challenges are big, like overcoming disaster, by nature or man. Big or small, you must be aware of your orientation and persistent to have the courage to face the moment. The courage to overcome challenges requires you to recall your past experiences, be in the observable moment, and have hope for the future as if it was a single thought that encourages you to keep swimming like Dory. I am well adept at overcoming challenges, being a solution-oriented personality, but when my buffet of afflictions exploded into a messy concoction called complex PTSD, controlling my solution-oriented empathy. It became a challenge in and of itself. 
I can hear everyone's pain, see their misery, and feel their story. It terrified me until I mustered up the courage to exemplify. We can heal and make life worth living for ourselves while providing awareness of the tools and resources to do so. Being aware in a challenge is understanding why it is a challenge and what you are overcoming, as well as how you could move through the moment and pass the finish line, considering it as the next starting line. In every challenge, big or small, we need to recognize and accept the anchoring aspects and seek the support to climb up and over. Depression is but one of my afflictions. And it comes with this awful side effect of inhibition. Some days in the, the morning comes and subconsciously I'm like, what's the point? There's nothing to do today. And nothing I do will make a difference. Not only someone with this affliction would say it takes courage to not be an inanimate lump, but feeling irre irrelevant and worthless is paralyzing. In these moments, I make myself aware with a deep breath that I'm alive, so today is worth living, with a big stretch to remind myself that I am using a negative overthinking safety behavior, opening my eyes to read nudges that make me sit up because I won't know if I don't try, in awakening my senses to seek out the small joys to motivate a positive day. Perhaps that is not as newsworthy courageous as running into disaster to save someone, but each time I have the courage to overcome my misery, I'm rewarded by being able to help someone else do the same. The orientation of your thoughts are an integral aspect to one's ability to overcome and be courageous. The act, the anchoring moment itself is challenging because you must brave through it, but you should not focus on the challenges in your path more than the goal you plan to achieve. If you ask me my goal, I would tell you my lofty plans for us all to live comfortably and nurtured for our authenticity growing together, fulfilling each unique purpose. But if you ask me my challenges, I might say spreading the concept of emotional hygiene, or I could fo focus on the fact that people are ignorant, or my charisma sends the wrong message, or how I feel unheard, but ultimately my goal is to exemplify living with emotional hygiene. So I wake up, and show the world it is possible to be happy every day with dedication, persistently seeking to be aware of why and how you do things while being dedicated to doing what you set out to do is key to having the courage to experience life to its fullest. A fireman who was rescuing a child from a burning house will not quit when one way results in a backdraft. They attempt to find another way until they save the child. A long time ago, I worked at the Giant Tiger head office in the mailroom and reception when I noticed an error in the system that was causing the, the stats to change and the stores to charge too little, costing the company money. I mustered up the courage to tell my boss at the company barbecue the next day, but didn't realize the owner could hear me. He approached me and tasked me with the database repair.
not being knowledgeable in doing such, I was thrashing around in deep water. I had to keep going. So I requested a team and was given two coders. There were many moments we thought we'd fail, but by persistently trying new options and facing the uncertainties with courage, we eventually succeeded and now all the stores can access accurate product data. It is our role in life to see beyond our emotions and be aware of how our experiences and abilities can contribute to everyone reaching the goal of overcoming the challenge, persistently encouraging the same in others. Courage is wanting good for everyone, even if it means things get a little uncomfortable for you momentarily. There is a quote whose name I can't remember who it's by at the moment, but life shrinks or expands in proportion to one's courage by choosing to be aware of life's challenges and choosing to walk through them with your held, held, head held high, you make the resolve to expand life towards peaceful joy. Resolution of the firm decisions to do or not to do something with determination and unwavering admirable purpose of setting on a solution or course of action. It takes courage to solve a problem, be it global or personal, and it is easier to ignore, avoid, or accept as normal than it is to stand in brave resistance and turmoil. It takes courage to acknowledge that there is an issue as many topics have decades of band-aids piled on top of the initial wound. The complexities of an issue take courage to analyze as truth and perspective can be unsettling. And it takes even more courage to reflect on action plans to evaluate the results because no one wants to find out that they were wrong. However, the real courage is in continuously wanting to improve. Generational trauma is a global hot topic humanity is resolved to overcome. We have acknowledged that the past negative coping mechanisms have led to narcissistic and angry cultures. We've analyzed the physical, emotional, and societal impacts from all perspectives and started to explore possible solutions. I can only reflect on the success in the family unit as it is too soon to reflect on societal impact yet. To acknowledge an issue is to identify and define what is. Acknowledgement is personal, even on big issues, because it needs to relate to you if you are to have the resolve to do something about it. Defining it from every perspective allows for a unified approach to an amicable solution. Each dramatic experience that led to one of my afflictions resulted inadvertently into positive coping mechanisms that made me the perfect cog in the societal system. The more acceptance and approval I received, it was harder to recognize myself until I jumped into the darkness of self-harm. In time, I came to understand that the repressed pain that led to my unhappiness were caused by a lot of these positive coping mechanisms 
but these mechanisms were still praised by my peers. And I chose them once more after I healed, adding new layers of compassion and authenticity sorry, to explore. Until one day, a final blow caused me a complete nervous breakdown. And I'm learning that I don't need to cope but live each day trying to acknowledge when it's good to use previous behaviors and when to avoid using them. Understanding yourself, those around you, and your experiences is a lot of asking questions that explore perspective and possibility. Once you understand the what, you need to explore the how and why. It takes courage to ask how it made us feel and why we reacted the way we did. Whether we are seeking to understand historical events or personal reactions to trauma. My father and I both did everything we could to ensure a good life for our family. So it was hard to understand why there was still so much pain when we followed every recommendation and implemented every method. The issue was we were covering our reactions like a band-aid, not addressing the problem at its source. It took the loss of three lives for me to recognize the source and why and how it affected me. Being the collective, we can choose to heal, which I courageously tried to understand why. We act or react every second of the day depending on our conscious processing of source input. Once a moment passes, it is done and cannot be undone whether a conscious act or a subconscious reaction. However, we can reflect on what went well and what did not go well. Trying to analyze the perspective of who, what, why, and how the overall feeling resulted as it did. Rumination is generationally learned behavior on my mom's side and solution orientation a learned behavior on my dad's side. Both are destructive when I allow them to consume myself. So I had to find balance because after the breakdown, I was constantly ruminating on the problems in society, trying to find an impossible solution. I cannot solve all the problems and hand each member of society a good life on a silver platter, nor can I feed it to them with a silver spoon. It took courage to reflect on what I can do and how each thing affects me. But that is what led to a team that all want to exemplify showing their pain and how they still can have a good life that is authentic to them. Our role in life is to have the courage to acknowledge, analyze, and reflect on all we experience in life with awareness that we are deserving of a good life. And we are each responsible to courageously find resolution for what prevents that for anyone. One of my favorite quotes is from Rick Warren when he states, life is a series of problem-solving opportunities. The problems you face believe they will defeat you 
or develop in you depending on how you respond to them. The more problems you solve with the aim of developing yourself, the more of life you can courageously explore. Having the courage to explore beyond the understood is not an easy task for most people. Most people are paralyzed by the fear of uncertainty. There are just too many what-ifs and possibilities for danger. We can celebrate the adventurer because their bravery opens doors and reveals new horizons to us. Exploration is having the courage to understand, and sometimes that throws reality out of kilter for a moment. If it were not for the explorative minds of Plato, Pythagoras, Aristotle, Eustolid, and Socrates, we would not have Western philosophy. Exploration is weaved into the human dynamic as an instinctual way to help us survive, expand, and appreciate the world we live in. The amalgamated, civilized, and intellectual world we live in today comes on the backs of those who courageously sought out greener pastures, who followed the migrating path of the animals, who played with different resources, who dabbled in sciences and maths when it was considered magical, who climbed mountains, who sailed oceans, who spoke with strangers to make trades, and who accepted faiths was everywhere, no matter how one practiced. Even in modern days, we are merely surviving life, slaves to the capitalist mindset. But a good portion of society is curious to understand why. The overpopulation and consumption by the human species has us surviving on regular onslaughts of natural disaster and man-made catastrophe, making acquiring basic needs unrealistic for so many. It is the curious minds looking for solutions that will save the day. Curiosity spans humanity in so many ways, all transforming the species and individual into better versions of itself. Though still, faithful enough to keep adapting. Our environments, abilities, resources, connections, and understanding all expand as we explore all that is new, odd, and wonder-filled. My desire for new information and sensory experiences led me to experience many lifestyles and mingle with all sorts of people. Each experience revealed how complexity made different each of our stories are. Yet we tell it with the same emotions. My aloof nature and loyal compassion are at the root of my curiosity, expanded by my understanding of the, of the psychology behind our choices and actions, with a strong appreciation for the individual struggle to live with emotional hygiene. An appreciation for all aspects of life drives the curious mind, but results in the appreciation for the information received. Humans have now expanded to cover the globe and every culture has picked up an appreciation for parts of another culture. The curiosity towards our different perspectives has led to an appreciation for a more inclusive understanding of the different sides in each historical event. Curiosity has even let us explore the variance in gender identity so we can better appreciate each other's authenticity. 
I appreciate the world as a whole, nature, man, animal, faith, science, and math. I find life to be magical and that we experience with such intensity. I look at everything with a deep appreciation for its layered and dimensional story. It is with curious wonder I envision all the goodness each thing brings or will bring the world, appreciating the role I play in the brief moment of our interaction. Our role in life is to nurture our curiosity so it can guide us to have the courage to survive this life by expanding our reality into appreciation for being able to experience life as is our purpose. One of my favorite psychologists, Brene Brown, is quoted as saying, only when we are brave enough to explore the darkness will we discover the infinite power of our light. Be curious in your pursuit to live your best life. Let your heart show who you are, what you are made of, and how amazing your capabilities are. Bravely walk through your ageless life story. It is your role in life to let courage guide you through challenges that make you aware by orienting you with persistent drive, giving you the resolve to acknowledge what needs to be analyzed in reflection of an experience. An, an explorer, explorer of a mindset to survive by expanding your appreciation for life. Courage is more than grand acts of bravery. It is, to mash up two quotes, living your life as if everything happens for your highest good and learning. Like it or not, because courage does not always roar, sometimes it is a silent voice that says, I'll try again tomorrow. Meaningful words spoken by Dan Millman and Marie Ann Radmacher. Have the courage to live an authentically happy life and grant the same privilege to all you encounter. As I leave you to think on this topic, I challenge you to think on this mindfulness exercise until then as well. Think about the game of Tetris. Now imagine your core values as square, your character trait as lines, experiences as Zs and S shapes, vulnerabilities as J and L shapes, and your achievements as T shapes. Think back through your life and collect your shapes, writing your parts on each to build a stairway glued to your heavenly page. Imagine walking up these stairs through each phase of your life and reaching your happy place at the end, knowing it took all those blocks to get there. I will close the conversation by drawing another card from the positive attitude zone. Pass cards for short. The question will be the opening question for next episode. The card drawn is yellow for forethought. And the question is, what are you thankful for? We will get to that next week, but in the meantime, you can get your pass cards at graduatethrivers.com. That's spelled capital G, small r-a-d, capital U, small i-t, capital T, small h-r-i-v-e-r-s.com. Stay wonderful, wholesome, happy, open-minded, and natural. Smile as much as you can. Take care until we talk again. This has been Heidi Hardy on a Mind Matters podcast created by A Light for Change.